for joining me. This is your host of Just Put It Out There, live talk call-in radio show, Kim McClish. Just Put It Out There features guests who will talk about the taboos of personal hurt, pain, and shame that may be holding you back. Don't give Satan a foothold. Just put it out there. I dare you to listen. Thank you, Mr. Gregory, and welcome to, as you just heard, another live taping of Just Put It Out There. I am your host, Miss Kim McClish, and I have two wonderful ladies that I will bring on here momentarily with me tonight. And, um, but before I do that, I have to do my house cleaning and let you guys know that tonight's podcast is being brought to you by WKM Media Services. Let WKM Media Services put your business ministry in the spotlight. If you are a pastor that needs your word to be heard, or if you are an entrepreneur that would like to get your business on the World Wide Web, or if you're someone who has a website, but you're not getting the traffic that you would like, give WKM Media Services a call and they will assist you in getting your website out on the World Wide Web. If you want to check out some of their current clients, you may visit the website at www.wkmmediaservices.com. That's www.wkmmediaservices.com. Or you can contact the office at area code 828-490-1604. That's 828-490-1604. And I, I got to stop saying it because it's not O, it's zero. 828-490-1604. Um, so give them a call, check them out. And if you like what you see, you have any questions that you need to have answered, just Click on the contact page, fill out the contact information form, and someone will be in touch with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. And that's wkmmediaservices.com. And that number again is 828-490-1604. And I got to give a shout out to all of my May babies if you are born in the month of May. I would like to extend a happy birthday if it's today. If it's been past, happy belated birthday. And if it's up and coming, happy early birthday. So, um, I don't have anything pressing on my mind that I would like to have our listening audience um, know. But I still would like to just say check on your elders. Um, a lot of our elderly are not getting the care they they deserve so just check in if you know there's an elderly individual living in your area just stop by check on them see how they're doing see if they need anything um we are our brother's keepers and they are our elders and we should be mindful of that and do as much as we possibly can to make sure that they're receiving the necessary things that we we all like food water comfort you know company um so just check on them you know if you just pop in and say hi you n- never know what that does for an elderly person that has been sitting alone for hours or days without communicating with a live person yeah we can talk on the phone whatever but to have a face-to-face conversation does wonders for for our elders and for us individually um i think that's everything as you guys know this is the second friday of the month and i have two dynamite women of god that joined me and i first of all want to thank them for kicking off mother's day weekend with me because i know that they have i don't know for sure but i'm surmising that They are going to be showered with all sorts of hugs and kisses and gifts and food and chocolate and we won't mention the other stuff. But I would like to welcome to the show Minister Kathy Borders and Yvette Benton. Welcome ladies. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Good evening, good evening. You ladies are doing fine on this rainy Friday evening. Yes, it's not rainy in Georgia. 
Oh. Not rain, not raining in South Carolina yet, but I think it's on the way. I need to move because we just don't seem <laughs> to <laughs> can't catch a break with the rain here in the mountains. But it's all good. It's getting my garden ready, so I I shall not complain. Well, I like I said, I want to thank you for joining um, me tonight, and to all of us, all of those that are listening, tonight is going to be dedicated to moms. Um, we all have one. We may not be one biologically, but I think we are some at some point somewhere in life we've been a mother to someone's child. Um, and tonight we just want to talk about the importance of our moms, whether they're in our lives or uh, are, are passed on or the relationship has gone south. And But bottom line is, a mom is always going to be your mom, no matter what the situation is. And I texted the young ladies during the week and I said, you know, I was feeling some kind of way because it's coming up on Mother's Day and it, as you guys may remember I lost my mom coming up on this is a second Mother's Day without her physically here and um and I was thinking I'm like man if I could just write a book of all the things my mom has told me over the years I could probably help somebody because God knows it helped me it may not always show but it has helped me so I thought you know we're gonna dedicate the show to moms and and ladies I I, I from what I've gathered from your Facebook page and talking to you personally your moms are very important in your lives I know that your mom is still with us and Minister Borders and I both have lost our moms but it to me it's still What's what I'm looking for? It, it's still a little raw, but I, I can speak on her and feel like I have um, accomplished a lot with what she has taught me. So, ladies, are we up for it? Definitely. Definitely. Awesome, awesome. awesome. Well, and I like to open the lines and, and give people an opportunity to call in and give their moms a shout out. So if you would like to do that, call into the studio. You can do so by calling 252-435-6813. That's 252-435-6813. Um, so if you want to call and give your mom a shout out on the radio, you may do so. Whether you call her as Minister Kathy, just say mama, mom, mom, madre, nana, grandma, <laughs> whatever term it is. <laughs> wow. Big mama, uh, sister Sled, I, I don't know. <laughs> you forgot that one? <laughs> yeah, big mama. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Big mama is everybody's mama. So. <laughs> But, um, yeah, if you want to give a, a shout out to your mom, whether she's your biological mother, your spiritual mom, or a woman that just sold into your life growing up that, you know, that you feel like was as close to a mom, if you could come to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to share a little story, that'd be fine, too. So, um, as I said, giving honor to God that I, I had the mother that I was blessed to have growing up um she had instilled a lot into all 12 of her children um growing up and i tell you it, it wasn't an easy task but it was a task that god assigned to her and she sh she fulfilled it above and beyond what she was um told so having said that i know she's gone on but I will always forever remember her just saying when I married the first time, her advice was, as long as he don't hit you, I will stay out of your business. <laughs> wow. So, and that was it. And, but it, you know, it was up to me to come to her and ask, you know, and ask for her advice. She was never one that would impose herself into our marriages i i can't say any of our my siblings ever had the made the comment ma you need to just keep keep out of my business because she wasn't that type of mother but she was there if you needed her so i i try to do the same with my son but my thing is just don't hit nobody you know and i'll let you be 
or mistreat someone but you cross that line it's me and you baby um so that that's one of the many things that i remember about my mom and i'm done talking so ladies you guys want to jump in because i can talk about my mom for the next hour and you guys just sit there and listen to me <laughs> but that's not why you're there or here so um let, let's start with you minister borders i know you have um you lost your mom at a a young age Mm-hmm. And just, just share with the listening audience if you don't mind. Um, oh, absolutely. Um, I, my situation is kind of unique. Uh, I lost my mother um, February the first, nineteen seventy-nine. Um, she was twenty-eight years old. Um, I was eight years old. Um, she had cancer, and um, so she passed away. Um, like I said when I was eight, and. Um, it was difficult. Um, you know, I was in third grade. And so those next few years, uh, you know, my mom wasn't there. Although my father remarried, it just, it wasn't the same. Um, I was a mama's girl. Um, and I have very vivid memories of my mother, even though I was only eight years old. Um, I can remember back to when I was two and three years old, certain things that she and I did. So the memories are very, very fresh. Um, But I was blessed at 16 years old, um, a wonderful woman literally came into my life and she literally chased me down in church one day and just said, I just wanted to extend my hand to you, my heart to you, let you know if you ever need anything, you know, here's my phone number, um, feel free to call. And at the time, I was was not um, very in a receiving way. I was 16 and I was kind of doing my own thing. I was only coming to church because I wanted to sing. I was a singer. I was a choir director. Um, But that was truly the hand of God. And um, that woman was in my life, has been in my life since I was 16. I am 49 now. And she is still my mother. I refer to her as my queen. She's my son's grandmother. Um, So it's just been great. It has. um, She's never tried to replace my mother. um, But she's my bonus mom. And um, has been the one that has had, I, I literally, when I people ask me about her, I said, she literally loved the hell out of me. Mm. Um, and that's how I, that's how I refer to her because I was, I was still going through hurt. I had still not healed um, from my mother's death because, you know, at that time you don't, you don't know how. And, and nobody really talked about my mom. If I walked into a room and people were talking about Martha Joe, um, they, they would just go, oh, that's come back. They would stop talking when she came in. I wanted those memories. I wanted to talk um, because I had already lost her physically. I didn't want to lose the memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I never, I never got the opportunity to really grieve her. And honestly, guys, it was, I was 23 years old and I was about to give birth to my son and I was looking through a photo album and in this photo album that was at my aunt's house, my mom's sister, there was a picture of a lady in a casket. And I remember asking my aunt, I was like, who's this? Who's Linda? Whose funeral was this? And she looked at me and she said, you don't know who that is. And I said, no, she said, that's your mom. Mm. And 23 years old, the first time I saw my mother in the casket, um, because I remember at the funeral, they wouldn't allow me to see her. They thought I was too young. And so I truly did not grieve, start grieving until I was 23. Um, and, you know, I was grieving, but also getting ready to become a mother. And so that's why I was so grateful that my mom, Barbara Miller, um, was there for me at that time to help me grieve, to help me literally actually have a funeral for by that time my mom had been you know passed away for some eight you know so many years um 15 years but it was it was 15 years before i had my mother's funeral Mm. so um but i'm grateful um for the mom that that i have now and the bond that we have now and so um, give her a major shout out. My mother in heaven was Martha Joan. If you see a picture on my Facebook page, I am her spitting image. Um, and my current mom has a no Facebook um, rule, so I can't post her pictures. <laughs> but if you look, if you look deep, there are some down in there. But um, um, I, she has a no Facebook rule. But I'm blessed, and I have a spiritual mother now, as well as um, my pastor, Pastor Tabitha Johnson, who leads me spiritually. So I'm, I'm blessed. I am extremely blessed. 
Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. And I and I want to just say something when you when you mentioned that your spiritual mom um, came up and she literally loved the hell out of you. That's yeah, something. Say again. Yeah, mommy. Yeah, I really do. I say she literally loved the hell out of me. She mm. really did. And you know that's something that we we don't see in this generation where the the old women in the church literally come and gather and just love these girls that are crying. Yes. I mean, they're literally crying for some woman to 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 love love the hell out of them. Yes. I mean, literally yes. take them out of their situation and say, "Look, there's something much better for you that God has planned for you." And we yes. don't see that like we used to. I can tell you growing up from my church, I had a few mamas. I'm like, you know what? I don't need no more mamas because y'all going to, I'm not, you know, I, I haven't done that much in the world that y'all need to come over and love the hell out of me yet. But I can see where they were sowing seeds into my life. So I'm glad you mentioned that because we don't get that. We don't see that as often anymore where the moms of the church are are looking to you know looking in the faces of some of these young girls whether they're in church or in school or whatever and saying i need to reach out to them so thank you for sharing that and just i want to add this too real quick Kim. i think now because we have more moms that are looking now for inspecting rather than protecting oh and 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 i know and I know because I've, I, still, I see it both ways. I try very hard now to make sure that I protect the young girls and the young women because I know had my mom inspected me and not had love to protect me, there's there's no way I would have I would have made it through. And so I, I challenge the the church mothers as we call them now: stop inspecting and start protecting. Mm, I like that. I like that. Well, Miss Benton. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm just gonna give I you mean, heads up that I am envious of you because your mom is crazy, <laughs> but but in a good way. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Love, love, love my mom. Uh, my mom was a teen mom, uh, so we are are 17 years apart. But she was never one that was um, off her job for lack of any other term. She, even as a young mother, was always uh, amazing role model, was always with me. We have a great relationship. Um, she uh, and my dad are no longer married, both actually my mom and my dad remarried. Um, and they've been remarried for almost 30 years. So I have also an amazing stepmother who who has is wonderful to my dad and I'm so thankful for her in my life I have I lost my godmother um, a few years back who was really more of my spiritual and, and career mom she's one that really guided me in spiritual growth guided me in you know just making good decisions good choices she was very, very level-headed. So I, I do count myself very, very blessed, which is also one of the reasons why I'm a godmother to so many people because God blessed me with having amazing mothers to be examples for me on how to nurture. And, and like you all are saying, in this day and age, we don't have a lot of people that can say I've had you know, mothers pour into me, nurture me, never been without my mom, never, you know, had, a, um, you know, problems with my mom. So it, it's, it's kind of amazing, but I do count myself very fortunate. Awesome. Awesome. And I can tell you from the little experience I have had with a vet mother, she is truly amazing. As a vet has mentioned, she is a woman that will talk to you um comfort you and like i said I, I love her spirit i love her personality one day i'm gonna be able to hug her neck and just let her know i just appreciate you i really i really do because we all had an opportunity to, to be in the same church and i i can tell you i i know for a fact that there were a lot of spiritual moms sitting in Mount Raymond Full Gospel Baptist Church in Palmetto, Florida. 
in the 80s and 90s now what's going on now i couldn't tell you but um well i should say 70s 80s um and early 90s and and and, then, and that is something i'm glad you both you know touched on it it, it seems like Satan is not only going after the the family as a whole, the structure, you know, you have the father not there or the mother's not really being the full-time mom um, that she can't. But even in the church, we, we've lost that, like I just said earlier, that motherly companionship that God has informed us, you know, older women teach the younger women. Um, and a lot of times... We, we look at the younger girls like, you know what? I don't even want to bother with that. I mean, just think about that. If someone looked at you and said those exact words, like Minister Border said, this woman literally walked up to her and just, look, I, this is what I'm here for, for you. And just think if she didn't do that. Yeah. You know? Right. And if she decided, well... You know, I'm sad that your mom has passed, but um, I can only get, offer you my condolences. It's like, no, there's so much more we can offer these young girls, even if it's directing them to someone that can do better than what you feel you can do a as a, a, a woman of God. But there is something that can be done. And I, I want to just also give a shout out to um, a few spiritual moms that, that I, I grew up with besides my mother. Not that my mother was lacking in any area, but as I said, she had 12 kids and there was always someone in the, there's always someone who's going to attach themselves to a certain child. If you're in a, a large family, <laughs> you know, someone's like, she needs my prayers and my attention more than the other siblings. So I'm going to, you know, go over to her. That's usually what the case was with me. Lord, we need to pray for this girl right here. This this young one, she going to need some extra mamas. <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> and I thank God for them. So the mothers that I'm thinking of spiritually is Miss Irene Corbett. She has been a wonderful mom, spiritually mom to me growing up. She was like no holes barred. And there was Miss Barbara Harvey. She was more or less uh, a mom that encouraged me. And she had daughters of her own. She was never like a hands-on, but whenever she saw me, there was always words of encouragement. I don't know if she saw something in me, but she just said, you just keep on the God path and you'll be just fine. Um, and there was another one. Um, oh my gosh. I know her last first name is Doris. I can't think of her last name right now. But she was also one that mentored me. Um, for a little while growing up and there was a, another lady. Oh, I love this lady to death. Her name is Mary Johnson She didn't attend my church, but she was a woman that had the the uh, grocery store in the neighborhood and Just to give you a little background. Miss Johnson was not a church goer <laughs> She knew the Lord only because everybody was praying for her telling her about him, but she didn't know him I got my air quotes up. Um, but she gave some sound advice as to being a young woman and how to conduct yourself. And she did it in a way that it, it scared the bejeebas out of you. But <laughs> you remembered what she said. So those are women that I can uh, attest to that definitely helped me to become the woman I am today and not to take anything away from my mom but they they truly poured into me and I can think of a lot of stories that I won't have time to share that um has helped me get through some situations growing up to my 52 years of being on this earth so shout out to all of them and thank you lord for bringing them into my life at, at such a time as that was okay well if you guys want to call in and just give a shout out to your mom please do so if you don't want to call in but you want to give a shout out just go to just put it out there dot org facebook page or go to minister borders page or yvette minton page and say i'd like to give a shout out but i don't want to be on the air um and we will definitely give your mom a shout out on the air and um it's it's just you know whether your relationship was good bad or indifferent you know mom is mom 
and despite of the good, bad, and the ugly, we we pick up some of the traits of our mothers, whether it be physical, emotionally, spiritual, or whatever the case may be. So, okay, ladies, you guys want to add anything before we take our first break? Well, um, I hope when we come back, we can talk about some interesting moms uh, in, in the word. I have one in particular that I kind of want to shed some light on. And uh, this particular woman in the Bible has probably has been in this. Some of us, some, some, there may be some women up there who've been out, been in her shoes. And just kind of want to think of, her name is Hannah. I want to, uh, and I think I've just kind of hit on that. Because Hannah ended up being a mom, but it was it was a rough road. Okay, yeah, I would love to talk about Hannah. Hannah is definitely one of those women in the Bible that you have to give kudos to. Because um, <laughs> I don't know if I could have dealt with what she dealt with, but then again... I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's right. <laughs> so. And Hannah, Hannah, Hannah lived that scripture. Yes, she did. Yeah, oh, oh, Lord. Boy. Yes. Um, and I also, if I don't know the full story, but I would like to speak on, um, you know, not the full story, but just talk about Mary, <gasps> the mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have so many moms that have lost children due to violence, um, due to unexpected illnesses or whatever. And to to sit back and, 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 and see your child the way she had to see her child leave this earth, you know, that, that took a lot. That took a strong woman. So... I, I, I want to talk about a little bit about her also, and we want to definitely talk about Hannah um, and any other ladies in the Bible, mothers in the Bible that, you know, we want to speak on. And I would love to hear from listening audience, Mr. Gregory. Uh, I would love to hear about your mom um, and anyone else who's listening. And I want to share a little bit about my mother-in-law that I had the pleasure of. I say pleasure now, but I'm going to tell you, being honest, it wasn't a pleasure then. Um, <laughs> but I learned, um, had opportunity to to share some of her life living with my me and, and with, with her son and myself. So I like to share uh, some of her uh, stories and what she had sold into my life as well. So um, we'll, well, we got a few minutes before our first break, so... In the interim of going to the first break, let me just say this. As a mother myself, um, I know I, I haven't done everything right. And I know there are things that I could have done better. But I can tell you, I personally felt I've I done the best that I could with what I knew. And, and I, I did do a lot of things that wasn't right, but I also did a lot of things that were that was right. And I just want to say that the fact that I was brought up the way I was brought up, my mom and dad bringing us up in the church, that foundation was very important to me to instill in my child the same love that was instilled in me. And I can say, I can see, not say, but I can see some of... What my parents sowed in me, showing through him. And I just want to, you know, just say thank you, Lord. Because I know it was by the grace of God is why I could see those things. And I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm simply saying I appreciate the fact that how I was raised allowed me to be the best mom I knew how with what I was given. So, that's my pat on the back to myself for Mother's Day. So, ladies... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a single mom bringing up my son, and um, I'm like you, Wait. made some good choices, made some good decisions, some bad decisions, but in the end, I, I trusted God to do the majority of the parenting, because I had no idea really what I was doing, <laughs> but God, and I'm grateful to be a mother of an amazing 25-year-old um, young man who loves God with all his heart. 
Um, his desire is just to please God. He loves working hard and and and, and loves the things of God. He's a hard worker and, and um, teaches music um, to younger children. And um, I'm I'm grateful to be I'm grateful that God chose me to be His mom. Hmm. Well, we're at the halfway point, and when we come back, Yvette, you're not off the hook. So you got to give your a little yourself a pat on the back as a mother as well. So when we come back, we'll hear from her, and then Minister Borders will share a um, story on Hannah and how Hannah was an amazing woman, amazing mom. So stay tuned. We will be right back. appreciate the fact that uh, it, it's no matter 
the day nor the hour it goes by we all remember if our moms are no longer with us we remember that day the time probably the year the month i mean that memory is vivid but you never forget the memories are what keep you going as far as remembering your mom so thank you for sharing that and i tell you i i, I know because he shared the story before he was the the boy <laughs> and he thought he's from what he said that he was going to run the household but his sister said no you're not <laughs> so he had to fight eight girls <laughs> wow but they made him the man he is today <laughs> along with <some> other. <laughs> so so we thank you for sharing that mr gregory um before we left to go on break minister borders was sharing memories of of um her of her as a mother and just kind of sharing the fact she was a single mom and she is so in awe of the young man that God had blessed her to raise, to care for, um, to, to, as the words say, be over, um, while he's here on, on this planet. Um, and I thank her for sharing that and, I wanted to ask her, since she had shared that she was a single, she is a single mom. Um, did at some point during your time, and I and I probably know the answer to the question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Did you just stop and just say, "Man, I wish my mom was here"? Not just. I, I mean, I know you probably wish that all along, but at some point in raising your child, did you ever find yourself? Just thinking about that. The the day that my son was born. Because mm. um, he literally came out looking exactly like my mother. Um, I will never forget it. When they put him in my arms and I looked at his face, it was literally like looking into the face of my mom. And so I was happy. I was excited. I cried, but I was scared because I was like, all those memories started rushing back. Mm. You know, I'm like, I see her face, but she's not here. This is him. But then I also felt like that was her way of letting me know that she was there, um, that she was there. And mm. so um, I have pictures and my son, you know, he'll, of course, he'll ask me and I'll share stories, you know, with him and he'll laugh. Um, but absolutely. Um, you know, I would say, gosh, I wish my mom was here. Mom was here to, to see this or to see that. Um, but my son is... I'm five foot two. My son is about six foot one. My mother was six, three and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like my son gets his height from my mother, his grandmother. Mm. Um, so that, that, that reminds me of, of, of her, but absolutely. I always, I always wish that she could have been here to see him. Although, you know, we know that she's looking down and she sees him, but the, the, the physical part of us, say we definitely wanted her here mm, yes yes okay miss benton yes um i i'm blessed to have two biological children i also have bonus children three bonus children um in addition to my godchildren at at home in terms of raising them at home was my son who will be 25 in June and my daughter who is still home. She is almost 17. She'll be 17 in June as well. Uh, I spent some time as a single parent because my husband and I were separated, um, which was its own trial, but we are, we reconciled. And so we were blessed to be able to for our children to have two parents, the second half of our, our marriage, which has been amazing. And it is definitely the greatest, one of the greatest joys of my life. It's very challenging. And I will say having a son and a daughter is extremely different. Very, very different. Raising my son was a totally different experience from raising my daughter. I wouldn't trade either one of them, but it is uh, definitely a different experience. Hmm. Well, I can say from raising a son and having a stepdaughter, I can see where that could be a difference. Because 
I tell you, I love, I have four bonus kids as well. Um, but they're all grown and married and have their own family. And I can say having a stepdaughter and then having to try to communicate <laughs> with a daughter and that you had haven't had the experience of doing so it was like okay what do i say that's not gonna get me slapped or her slapped <laughs> you know it was like that experience wasn't there so mm -hmm. i can i can concur with you on raising a daughter i mean raising a son and having a daughter totally different but i thank god um that he allowed me to experience that because having seen her now a mother of three boys and how she has brought in a niece and a nephew and raising them as her own her and her husband it, it just shows me just a, how what a wonderful spirit that she has um in her to to do that so i honestly feel like i i, I would have been a horrible mom had I had a daughter. I, I truly oh. feel that way. <laughs> so I'm just being honest. I that, that's just being honest. Um, and and speaking of, of of daughters, there there's a few in the Bible that we um have read. Um, some have had wonderful lives, and some have had uh rough beginnings but came out on top and minister borders mentioned one in the bible that we can all just go i mean i shouldn't say we can all. i know i when i read the story on this young lady i i was like lord i don't know what it is you were trying to teach her but she got that and then some um mm. so minister borders share with us why you felt this young lady needs to be given a shout out <laughs> Gosh, so so many reasons, but you know, really quickly, um, the the story, of course, of Hannah, uh, Elkanah, and Penina. You know, Elkanah was the husband, and he had two wives, and um, Hannah was the wife that he loved, 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 loved. But Hannah couldn't give him children, and in those days, you know, if you didn't have kids, they thought something was wrong with you. You, you didn't look strong. You didn't. It, it looked bad on your family. So he took on a second wife for the purpose of just having of having children. And um, and and Hannah had to be all right with that. Mm. <laughs> and um, and and if I, I Hannah was saved for real, and yeah, Hannah was saved for real. <laughs> um, because you read that story, you know, Penina picked at Hannah, you know, um, yeah. So Han Hannah was saved for real. Not one time did Hannah put a hand on Penina. Not one time mm. did Hannah call Penina out of her. Now, Hannah was saved for real. <laughs> So, um, but but because I think she understood the purpose on her life, she she went through that hurt. But at the end, her story helped a lot of people, mm. um, because um, even through all the picking, instead of her picking back, she prayed, she cried out, and and she prayed. And when she was in the temple that day, you know, Eli Eli saw her and. You know, thought she was drunk, you know, and so now not only is she got another woman living in a house with her husband having children. Now, when you go to the place, to the temple where you're supposed to be able to be comforted, now the pastor asks you, are you drunk? Mm. <laughs> and Hannah still kept it together. Um, so I just I applaud her strength. Mm -hmm. I absolutely applaud her strength. And and she said, you know, no, my Lord, you know, she still kept it respectful. No, my Lord, I haven't been drinking. I'm crying. I've been crying out to the Lord, mm -hmm. and I think the Lord honored her because she did not allow what she felt to make her fall. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we allow what we feel to make us fall. <laughs> and she did not. She did not. She endured. She endured, and because of that. You know, the Lord heard her prayer. We know the rest of the story. She went back home, and 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 Penina, I mean, um, her and Samuel, um, uh, Elkanah knew her, and we know in the Bible when it say knew, we know it knew men, mm. and um, and and because of that, you know, she was blessed with Samuel, and um, it it was it was just amazing. It was too because and she had prayed for a man child, and I think had she not, and this is just a Kathyism. I always I always like to say this is my opinion. But I, I think had she not been faithful and and during what was 
during been faithful during um to endure what she went through it's a good possibility that, that it may not she may have ended up with a girl who knows but because of her faithfulness of enduring that hardship and as timothy says you know even as, as a good soldier she went through that and she prayed and, and, and god honored her request by giving her a man child and what did she do she ended up giving that child right back to the lord she ended up having leaving that same child this is the thing that got me she ended up leaving the child with the same pastor who asked her what she drinking because mm. she had to leave she she left him she left that child with 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 eli to uh to make sure that he was groomed in the right way and you know anything about eli eli had two wicked sons mm -hmm. so she left the son that she had prayed for with a man who she saw wasn't raising his sons the right way. Hannah was saved for real. She was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Hannah so was I, the original W.O.G. Yes, sir. I, I, I applaud. I, she was the wog. She was the wog. <laughs> yes. So we, I, I, we applaud Hannah. We applaud yes, Hannah. And yes. I prayed, I prayed, you know, when I knew I was pregnant with, with my child. The whole time they told me it was a girl. And I wanted a boy. And that was when I found the story of Hannah. It was when I was pregnant. That's when I really found the story of Hannah and how she had prayed for a man child and said that, you know, she would never let her raise it. So I, I started praying that, that the Lord would, because I wanted a son. I did. And mm. uh, I, I endured some stuff during my pregnancy and, and doing that. And, but I, I patterned my pregnancy on the life of Hannah and saying that no matter what Hannah went through during her pregnancy, during all that, she never stepped out of character. Mm. And she kept a, a God-fearing character the whole time that God answered her prayer. And um, so uh, when I gave birth to, to my son, it shook everybody. Um, my son literally had nothing to wear home because everybody, the doctors, everybody had said it was a girl. And I had one person, one of my girlfriends, said you know borders you crazy you pray stuff and you really believe it's gonna happen so i'm i'm gonna bring a green outfit just so and thank god she did because that's what my son ended up wearing that first day until somebody could get some boy clothes because all i had was cookies and creams and princess dresses oh yep. my well shout out to hannah i know right a big shout out i'm talking like woo, the highest praise hallelujah <laughs> That she was definitely, as you said, really saved. I mean, come on, y'all. Y'all know if we were to put, if we were put into Hannah's situation, I know I would have failed that test. I ain't gonna lie and pretend like, oh, I know I would have came out smelling like a rose. No, I'd have had a couple of thorns stuck in my arms or probably a stem stuck somewhere because... I would, ooh, Jesus, no, Lord. And then to hand your child over to someone who accusing you of being a drunkard? Like, wow, really? You want me to let you teach my child when you got two miscreants over there They ain't doing what they supposed to be? <laughs> That's just me. I don't know if they were miscreants, but I know they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. Um, but anyway. They was trying for them. They were. Um, if you have not read the story on Hannah, Minister Bordis, could you give us an idea where we can find that in the Bible? So, Absolutely. It is easy. It is the first chapter. It starts at the beginning. First Samuel 1. <laughs> That's it. First Samuel 1. It starts right there. Mm. Now, that is how, that is how the, the books of, of Samuel uh, um, start. So mm. that's how talks about how Samuel came in because that's that's who she gave birth to with Samuel so yeah mm. first Samuel 1 and if women if you're listening you feel like you have gone through something or you're going through something read the book first Samuel and read about Hannah and, and you'll see that not to trivialize what you're going through but you will see if Hannah can endure and come out on top because she had faith in God, not in herself, not in her man, not in the church, not in her titles, but in God. You're going to make it. You're going to be all right. We just got to get to that point of coming to the realization that we got to step out of our flesh and step into the spirit. 
And that was for me. All right now. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Benton. Yes. I know you are not that Miss Borders aren't, but I know you are a scholar of the Bible. And you I can, wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, that's, let me put it this way. You have studied and showed yourself up. <laughs> so, um, me personally, I can tell the story of Mary, but I'm going to leave out a whole lot of stuff. So if you don't mind just sharing with the listening audience, um, some of what Mary had to endure as a mother, um, you know, having to deal with the things that she had to deal with. Right. Uh, that's the interesting because both her, uh, both Mary and Hannah had to deal with so much in terms of um, things that were outside of the norm, definitely. Things that people wouldn't dream of doing. Of course, Mary was a virgin and um, we can only imagine what type of uh, fear and uh, scrutiny she had to deal with getting pregnant. Um and then having to really face Joseph when she was already pregnant and apparently they hadn't known each other. And we know what that means in the Bible. So uh, at that point, so that was amazing in and of itself. And then and giving birth to Jesus. And I, I, can't, I can only imagine that she knew at some point who her son really was. We, we kind of missed some of the the years in the Bible, but really when he became 12 and started really baffling people, you can imagine a mother like, who is this child, you know, mm. that, that I carried. And, um, but then to be excited about it, because we know when our children are doing amazing things, we get, we get excited about it. We get invested in who they are. We are proud of our children. We're excited for them. We're we're close to them. When our children serve God, when our children are doing what they're supposed to do, it, it just it it's it's amazing for a mother. And then because of what his, you know, um, his destiny was, he had to give up his life and I can't even I won't even try to imagine what that would have been like to watch Jesus suffer, especially with no sin, especially mm. with the life that he led. Um, no mother would want to see her child in any situation like that. But when you add the fact that he he did the things that he did when he was on earth and um, didn't sin, didn't you know harm anyone else, but then being also proud that he would be willing to sacrifice himself. Yes. Uh, so, so what a mixed emotion that had to be. Mm. You know, knowing he was the the sacrificial lamb, but um, you know, still your baby. Still, yes. still had to be a situation where it was, you know, um, her baby. So, um, I I just when you think about Mary, what what emotion could she have, uh, uh, you know, avoided? She had, had to have been proud and sad and angry. You know, who wants to watch someone just be beaten, your baby beaten and carrying a cross and, you know, those types of things. So it's not even like you get a phone call and your child has passed away. We're talking about, you know, just a, a horrible, horrible death. Though yes. I can't even can't even imagine um, what she went through. And then when you when we kind of fast. knowing, you know, he arose, uh, then you go through something all over again. Mm, mm. The emotion of it, uh, up, down, and, and back. So we have to definitely applaud Mary for everything she gave up, everything she had to go through. Um, and those are emotions none of them even possibly have anything to compare them to. No, no. And, you know, something you just mentioned her Mary having to endure all that she had to endure in seeing her son uh, beaten, put up on a cross, buried, and then to come to the, not so much as realization, but just come to the point of seeing him again, alive. Mm. And you're thinking, what did I just go through? What 
what is going on here? Right. You know, to just try to, we can't even fathom the idea of, I mean, if, and I'll just use me in my personal life because I, I love my, my, my mom. I love my mom, but I love her. I love her mom uh, dearly. And I would love to see her again. Now, if she came back, I, I would probably die on the spot. So it would be a mute point for her to come back. <laughs> but <laughs> but exactly. I would love to see her again. And, and just think of the emotions that I would have to deal with of like what wait a minute it's been 15 years and here you are standing before me and and just like you said we can't fathom what Mary went through seeing right. her son dying not that any man killed him no man took his life um but seeing him die and then to see him resurrected again right it's right like, it's, it's just 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 amazing and then and then knowing that it was a, a prophecy so it was like oh you know you know i should have known that you know so do you even feel sometimes when when god does something that he's already promised you and you're surprised at it you have to deal with the spiritual emotions of well i should have known mm. you know god already told me that it was already written it was promised i should have known uh but it but but who would have known you know that kind of thing so that and then and then ascending again you know so mm. amazing yeah i mean amazing she probably was thinking to herself see now why i was all ugly crying trying to get in a tomb with my son and about <laughs> to smack somebody for hitting my child or you know it's like why was i doing all that when he when he told me he was coming back <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? right, so, right. Yeah, that's. And then we have to think about the fact that who who is this woman who who was chosen because of of the life that she led? Mm. Who was chosen to to carry the Savior? You know. Wow. What, what do we have to compare that to? That you would be that person. Mm -mm. Well, we have you four know? minutes left, and and I would like. To, both of you to take a minute a piece if you would because i'm going to use the last minute to, to close out in prayer um take a minute a piece and just give words of encouragement to those who are listening that have, may have lost their moms or be, about to become a mom or not sure what kind of relationship they have with their mom that is still alive and just i'm gonna start with you minister borders just just take 60 seconds to just encourage someone who may be listening um about being a mother or becoming a mother or, or whatever that is on your, your heart? Um, just really want to encourage those that um, may find themselves not planning to be a mother, but <clears throat> circumstances have put you in a place that where you do find yourself a child that was mine. It wasn't, my son wasn't planned, but he was definitely purposed. And so just want to really reach out to someone who may be in the midst of an unplanned pregnancy know that the pregnancy may have been unplanned but the child is purposed and just know um, that with god's help and guidance you can raise that baby that daughter that son um, and they can be a strong young man young woman of god and can really be productive and this does not mean you are a failure this simply means that you're human and so just continue to trust god Learn from your mistakes. If you've made a mistake, you're not the first and you won't be the last, but learn from it and grow through it. And just because, I say this all the time, you fail, F-E-L-L, -L, it does not mean that you failed, F-A-I-L-E-D. You can always get up again. So I mm. want to say Happy Mother's Day to all of the moms uh, to be, uh, the future, the past moms, the moms who've passed on. And I pray that God blesses us all on this wonderful Mother's Day weekend. Thank you. Ms. Benton? Yes, I, I actually would like to speak to those who may be estranged, estranged from their mothers, realizing that time is short, life is not um, promised, tomorrow is not promised, and we just need families to be able to put the past behind them, no matter who they think may have been right or wrong or or things that have happened in the past, but allow God to heal them 
to a point where forgiveness is possible and reconciliation can come to a relationship. So I just would like to encourage someone who may not be in communication with their mother, put the you know pride down, forgive, let let um, God heal heal your heart, and pick up the phone on Mother's Day and call and call your mother. Amen. Well, I thought we had time, but I would just like to just say thank you to both you and uh, Minister Borders and Miss Benton. Thank you both for sharing your mother's stories and offering words of encouragement to our listening audience. And thank you, Mr. Gregory, for sharing your story about your mom. And like the lady said, we just need to realize time is not promised. So take whatever time you have right now and reach out to your mom. And let them know you love them, despite of. Um, like Yvette said, put that anger down, put that pride away, and just just reach out. You, you'll be surprised what God can do and how he can heal. So thank you again for joining me tonight. Thank you, Mr. Greg, for putting us on. I want to thank WCAM Media Services for making us sound good. And I hope you all have a blessed, wonderful Mother's Day weekend. And if it even's not your mom, go hug a woman's neck and say, Happy Mother's Day. So thank you all and good night and be blessed. This is Kim McClish from Just Put It Out There. This year, we are bringing you an entire new lineup of guests with a new showtime. One thing that isn't new is my attitude. Just Put It Out There features weekly guests who will uplift, encourage, and inspire you. Be sure to listen in on Fridays from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on WGAI 560 AM and Gregory Gospel Radio at www.gregorygospel.com. I dare you to listen. Listen.